Welcome to the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we talk about all things for the love of you. I'm your host, Marcus Johnson. The Flow Podcast is designed to discuss life topics and explore some tools to help you actively engage in your life. Sometimes we feel lost, we feel alone, we lack focus, and just feel stuck, and sometimes we are on a roll. Well, during the next several minutes, my aim is to help you understand that all of this is just part of the human experience. It's part of the flow. Flow is spelled F-L-O with no W and it means for the love of. As an award-winning entrepreneur, musician, lawyer, professor, and most importantly a dad, I've had many experiences that have taught me invaluable lessons and tools that we all can use to achieve our highest flow. Actually, these tools help us realize where we are, where we want to be, and the model we can use to get there. We call it going deeper. And deeper is the life model within which we operate this podcast. So buckle up and get centered and fall into the present as we begin to develop our highest flow. It's for the love of you. Well, guess what, y'all? Happy New Year. And I uh, had to take the end of the year off because the performance schedule got so busy. I've been doing a lot of consulting with the Marcus Johnson 360 Marketing and Consulting. Been picking up there. You know, COVID has made a lot of people have to pivot. And instead of complaining about, oh, Five Nights at Blues Alley getting canceled and Love and Jazz Weekend getting canceled and the Capital Jazz Cruise getting canceled, I had to use my resources to pivot with my team to start doing more consulting for a little bit. And I, the, the, I guess the, the most important thing is I love that stuff. I love helping people. Obviously, I'm doing this podcast. I have Catch the Flow, the radio show. And when I do things and say it's for the love of you, it really is. So I've been talking to different businesses. We've been talking to organizations like Keystone Corner, the Jazz Club in Baltimore. We've been working with a yoga studio. We have a new doggy daycare, et cetera, et cetera. So I get to put my legal background to work and pretend to be a lawyer and an MBA from time to time. But we're having fun with it. So I had to take a little bit of time off, but we're back. And I can't think of a better way to start the podcast series of 2022 than with one of my buddies named Darius Stanton. Now, Darius Stanton is an activist in the Baltimore, Annapolis area. He works directly with the State Assembly in Maryland, does a lot of lobbying. Um, But I met him when he was the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club of Montgomery County. And then he went on to take over the region. And we were working to help the lives of of young adults. Um, we lost one of our, our uh, friends, Phil um, uh, Terry Fano, recently, and all Phil would say was, it's about the young people. What do the young people think? And these are this is like giving them these skills, giving them this access, giving them input, allows them to develop their self-concept and the critical thoughts needed to you know, be active participants in our society. And I think that's what we've been saying we've been missing and we need more of that. So Darius and I started a workout regimen and we have been doing a mixture of club team beach body workouts. So we started off with a little bit of some T25 because we only had 30 minutes one day. We switched up to a P90X and I swear by that, that's what's kept me looking halfway decent. And then uh, 80 day obsession with Autumn Kyla Breeze. Now, I am not an endorsee of, um, or I don't have a professional relationship with Club Team Beachbody, but it goes along with the idea of a life model. I mention them in my book, and the reason I do so is because when you commit to some level of regular performance 
you know, workout, um, some level of meditation, some level of any kind of model, you see it in relatively short periods of time, your growth and development. So at the end of a four day period, I decided to stop because we were having a post workout kind of flow recap. How are you doing? We made sure that we would go deeper. Even in my workouts, I'm telling you all, you have to go deeper. And um, this is a discussion over two series uh, where it turned from just us doing a recap and talking about life and what it is to be an entrepreneur and what it is to be overwhelmed with, you know, um, and needing to grow. And by the way, the, the idea of being overwhelmed is an actual part of getting to the other side. And you'll hear an intimate discussion of how we're dealing with some of our clients. Um, and then in part two, which is going to be episode 12, we're going to talk a little bit more about what he does with the Stanton Group and how he does management consulting, et cetera, et cetera. So recap for you real quick, deeper, dream, engage, environment, plan, execute, reflect, dream. The dream must be yours, not your mom's, pops, sis, friends, best friends, cousins, whatever, whatever, significant other, not, nah, it's yours. That's how you connect to your higher power. How are you engaged in it? You have a contract that has what you need to do and a signature line with your signature on it and that of your witness. Then you go on to environment. It has to be constructively critical. You need people, places, things, and ideas in your life that promote your positivity. If they're taken away from you, eradicate them immediately. You need a plan. It has to be written. You have to then go out and execute upon it. And then after that, you reflect. So when you think about what we're talking about post-workout, think of it within the deeper model. The fact that we got up that morning, the fact that we actually made a commitment to go through the process. We're four days into it. The, the, the next thing is that we had two positive people that were willing to actually commit to getting it done and supporting each other through the workout. It's in a written plan because we keep our numbers. We did it and continue to do it. And now we're reflecting upon it. So sit back, relax as I go in deep with my buddy, Darius A. Stanton of the Stanton Group. Enjoy our flow. You know, the thing that we've been doing, this is our fourth day in a row working out. We made a mental challenge. You know, it's actually my third week, full-time mode, four times a week at least. How you feeling? Oh, man, I feel accomplished. You know, yeah. I feel like, you know, it's not, nothing beats the feeling of consistency and completeness. You know, yeah. be able to complete, you know, whatever it is. The interesting thing about when you look at the time, that's remaining on the workout and just kind of applied it to something else. It just feels like, um, you know, when you see it's 15 minutes left, it's 10 minutes left, it's five minutes left. And then when you get to the point where it's at the cool down and you at the cool down, you know, it's just, there's a, there's something about feeling, uh, just accomplished. Like you, you, you did something, you know, and it's self gratification. That's the other thing, you know, nobody else, it's nobody else involved. You got to keep pushing through. And, um, you know, for a lot of people, and I actually, because of the kind of work that I do, and because we do so much, it's no way that we could do what we do alone. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do depend on a lot of people, you know? And so the gratification of being able to, to just push through, but just in terms of physically, um, I feel better, like, you know, I wasn't breathing as tough as, as, as much as I needed to breathe. 
up front because I was, you know, trying to catch the first day we did that yoga, PX90 yoga, and that was incredible, you know, and I sort of breathing, I wasn't able, wasn't as focused, but every day, you know, breathing just helps so much because people don't realize like everything is tied to, to the breath. Oxygen. If you don't breathe, you don't live. Uh. Uh. <laughs> funny, 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 funny. Uh, Erica asked me how I was feeling, and I said, uh, "I said I'm breathing." She said, "Well, of course you're breathing." <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, but I understand what you mean. I mean, yeah. yeah so you know, coming up the steps, more of a sprint up the steps, uh, less weight. When you're doing, when you're moving in the breath. When everything you're doing is, is really taking the oxygen straight to the brain, mm -hmm. it literally is a recharge. So yeah. every time you take that inhale, you know, it's just sending a charge because it's sending that oxygen to the body, which the body needs. So I, I just feel great, man. You know, and it's also good to have people. That's why your circle is so important. Yeah. Because there are other everybody has gifts and talents and, and things they bring to the table. But it's so important to have other people that can help motivate you when, you know, you don't feel like necessarily, you know, you got to do it. But, man, I'm excited. I'm just grateful to have partners, you know. And no, I got you. I mean, you know, it's kind of analogous to, um, well, number one, we're talking about the deeper model that we talk about all the time. Anyway, dream. We had that. Let's get in here and do it. Uh, engage. We both said and committed to getting in and, and what it was going to take for at least four days a week. We're going to go do five tomorrow um you know environment you know what i mean positive critically you know constructively critical people hey darius pull your shoulders down you're up here like this you're gonna pinch your nerve get them down here you're gonna work your shoulders same thing in your push-ups you know then the plan thank god that you know i've been working on this stuff beforehand so p90x and beachbody has a plan together themselves we execute every day and then what we've been doing after each session is reflecting upon it and um you know it, it's that but i like what you say about like the breathing and when we talk about anxiety a lot of anxiety has to deal with the lack of a presence and mindfulness and to think that the things that we use to breathe and to operate have been around forever. That has to mean that not only are we all a part of God, that is definitely a part of God. But when you get anxious, you go, right? And so what you're doing is you're actively prohibiting your energy from entering your body and then you cut yourself off from the source. And, you know, I haven't heard it that way that much before, but it is you are cutting off your energy to engage and be with your higher power. So you're never really alone unless you make the active choice to cut off those things that keep you calm. And the main thing is oxygen in the air. And when you can't breathe, that is the most anxiety producing kind of feeling like suffocation to me is if there's anything that I have a phobia of, of going into an MRI, it's not the fact that, you know, oh my God, it's a tight space. It's a tight space and I feel like I'm going to suffocate. You know, those kind of things instead of just taking deep breaths. Right. So, you know, as we're, we're looking at these exercises and, and the practice of yoga and the practice of, of just getting up every day, looking forward to seeing my brother on the other side. And then knowing also, dude, there were a couple of exercises in there that we tapped out on. And your practice is your practice. 
And that's in everything you do. There may be some things you can't do. Marcus, how do you do that? Darius, how are you doing this? Yo, you need to get this tool. Yo, you need to get that tool. It's all about that whole going deeper, um, being bold enough for good to get up in the morning to do something for yourself, which helps then everybody around you. You know what I'm saying? I, I consider it, you know, an honor, but I really love what you said. Uh, not, well, number one, an honor to work out with you, but two, you know, appreciate what you said about the breathing, because I think people take breathing for granted because totally. it's involuntary. Totally. And, and sometimes instead of purposely cutting it off, you have to purposely get in the corner or get in a side room where you are like, yo, I'm going to calm down and I'm going to reconnect to my higher power. You know, Jesus didn't connect to God in front of everybody, right? When he needed peace, went up to the mountain, went on the side of the road. You know, they had to go find him because he needed a break. And that break was not from his, his purpose, but understanding that even in the turmoil and the tumults that is, was that era that he needed a break to reconnect. Well, first, it is an honor just to be able to have, like you said, to be able to work and have a partner that is consistent. I love team. You know, I, I, I'm a team sports guy. My wife always talks about me coaching other people. She said, I don't know how they play ball with you because you coaching them while you playing. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I said, but I'm hustling too, though. And, you know, the difference is the difference is people who, who coach but don't are willing to hustle, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, and so um, it's good to see when, you know, people are willing to hustle. I have all the respect for hustle in the world. Um, but the other thing you said was uh, about tapping out of those particular exercises. It's important to know that as leaders, you, you have to allow yourself as people to be vulnerable, right? Um, you When you talked about the oxygen and closing off, we have to understand that the human body, we're made up of systems. We are systems. And when you close the system, you, you shut things off that are supposed to come in mm -hmm. and you shut things off that are supposed to go out. Mm -hmm. And so now those things are backing up inside. That can't be good, right? Um, yep. and, and and you gotta let it out. And so to be able to, to be coachable, and to be vulnerable and say, no, nah, I can't, I'm not able to do that, or I need help. And you know, there've been times where um, I didn't raise my hand and saying I needed help because I felt like if I said I needed help, it was gonna make me look like I was weak or I didn't know any, what I was doing, or, you know, um, they could be like, oh, he can't handle this role because I've been in like so many roles, you know, where people are like, you so young, you can't do that work, you know? Yeah. Um, before I even had a degree, I had jobs at, 21 that you're not supposed to have without degrees. I mean, if you logically, you know. Absolutely, you know, man. But that feeling of of just communicating and putting your hand up and say, I need help is so powerful because you're being an open system. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you're communicating because otherwise, how do you get help? Sharing. I mean. How do, you, how do you get help, you know? And then, yeah. then see, people don't understand the value of, of also modeling vulnerability mm -hmm. because if we have a project or if we have something that we're doing in life and I model to you that I'm vulnerable and I need your help and this isn't going right, what am I doing wrong? Then when you get into your space to do what you have to do that everybody's depending on you to do, 
if you need help, you're going to say, I need help and get help to do it because your leader or your peer modeled that and made it a safe space, you know, um, in, in, in the, in the uh, agile model, you know, uh, which is a lot of people tied, you know, using the IT space. But in agile, you know, it's about creating a safe and secure space for people to be who they are, to be vulnerable and open up. And uh, Bill McKenzie of uh, 3M, 3M the paper company years ago, you know, he talked about creating a space in his in his organization where people felt comfortable with bringing forth ideas and, and raising concerns and a safe and comfortable environment because that saves you money, saves you time, and today it can save lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you put your hand up and say something versus if I say something that is wrong, you know, they're gonna, they're never going to listen to me again. Uh, it's going to blow my opportunity to be promoted. Um, people aren't going to trust me. My family's going to think I'm a failure. You know, if we try to do this and it doesn't work, if we lose the money, you know, if I invest in this or I, or I take this opportunity and it doesn't work out. Fear. Fear. And unfortunately, we live in a society that breeds and builds and, and thrives on other people's fears. So you got to break that break that mode of, of being fearful and say, hey, I need help and know that that is a strength. So I love the fact that we could be vulnerable enough, you know, to, to, to tap out and, and move forward and take a break and do what you got to do for you to be good, you know? I actually practice in a lot of therapy between reading and actually going to therapy and coaching and having coaches and you know one of the things and concepts that i've that's really clicked with me lately is the idea of self-compassion the reason i write down you know my all my workouts and a spreadsheet is not to show how great i am or etc it's to let me know yo you haven't done this before or it's been three months since you did this so maybe you should do about 60% of what you did the last time you did it and not try to kill yourself because you don't need to kill yourself. And if you hurt yourself, like that one exercise, the Dre roll, right? It jump down, back, flip up. Right. So my back would still be on the floor, right? And knowing what you can do or tapping out when you're doing warrior three to half moon, you know, in the standing position and to reverse, uh, I think it's reverse half moon, which is, you know, basically your body's in a T you know what I'm saying? And your legs by the third position are like, dude, I can't do it unless you can do it. And you, 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 the, the reflection component and keeping a record, which is, you know, in my last segment of even, you know, the full podcast, I talked about the idea of reflection and what you need to do and to monitor and journal your process and, and your progress, because you need to know what's working and what doesn't. And if you look at things like things that happen that require supreme awareness of the effect on someone's life, look at the process of engines, engine maintenance on an airplane or engine maintenance in a car. You know, they have a regular checkup and they're constantly monitoring and they have chips in the engines now that are actually sending information back to GE and Rolls-Royce and the engine manufacturers, Pratt and Whitney, to make sure that people, that, that somebody's monitoring what's going right, what's going wrong. And if something happens, they can get all the data that led up to that. And we have to do that in our lives. And we talked about systems. It's not only the systems within our bodies that works, the systems in our households, in our communities, in our society. And I think that, you know, the forefathers in their, you know, slave owning people that a lot of them were, 
you know, there was some foresight and an understanding that there was a system where this thing had to be, it had to change. And it was never perfect. And it was never meant to be great. It was meant to be better and to continue to be refined. And I think that as we look at our businesses, as we look at our relationships, it's not to have a better relationship. It's refining the relationship we have with our significant other, with our employees. It it necessitates us being self-compassionate to be like, this is why I feel this way. And God, I have such a right to feel this way. Now, I don't need to take this out on my significant other, but I can explain, here's my part and why I'm anxious when you're telling me you're going out with your girls or when you're going out and you're gonna have some drinks with office mates. Or Marcus, when you're getting on an airplane to go and be in front of a crowd of, you know, beautiful women that love your music. This is why I'm anxious whenever you get ready to leave. And me not being like, well, you know, you just have to understand it and being like, baby, I get it. So call me when you need, you know what I'm saying? Right. And having you kind of, you know, and, and, and it's the same thing in the, in the business. Well, I don't, is the money going to be okay? Are we good as, you know, as a company? No matter what and where we are, I'll let you know. I'll be transparent. And if I need to tighten the bootstraps at certain points, I'll let you know. But if we work through this, if we work through the pain, and this is why I like working out physically, if you can work through the pain and stick with the process, I guarantee you, when you see yourself in three weeks after us working out at least four or five days a week, you're going to look at me and you're going to be like, dude, I might not even be able to see it until I put on my clothes and they don't fit in. Or I put on my clothes and not negatively, like I'm, I'm even getting smaller, but like, yo, my upper body is such, I got to get some new shirts, MJ. We might have to do a different workout, right? Right, and right. All of that. And just a, a thing of like, I'm just doing my best. I'm just doing my best. And if I can get through the pain, I got it made. I have good team members around me. Let me see what's working and not working, what was working and what is not working. And then what are we doing next? And I think that that's where, you know, where we're headed, man. Well, you have been listening to the post-workout flow recap, really just a conversation uh, between brothers um, after a workout that I had with my big bro, Darius A. Stanton. And um, you can hear just the hopefully mutual respect, consideration, um, vulnerability, uh, presence, mindfulness, and commitment to excellence um, that has allowed us to build the lore podcast that we have lights of the round table um, with our sister uh, queen darlene brown and you know just really think deep about it i mean you know and i i keep using the 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 term deeper the acronym deeper but it really works and i'm gonna keep saying that until you're like oh my god i don't want to hear it anymore and i'm gonna say it again we all have to live on a life model and you see people across our podcasts and concepts that when you tie into the life model of dreaming engaging having a fertile environment having a written plan executing upon it and reflecting upon it you can't help but be successful and that's really and that's that is what deeper is it's pretty simple 
Um, I wanted to let you know also that you can get all these key concepts that we talk about each week in uh, my audiobook that you can grab from MarcusJohnson360.com and hit the book tab. So um, this has been episode 11, post-workout flow with my brother, Darius A. Stanton. Uh, episode 12 is going to be a continuation of this, but we're going to go into what Darius does with this business, get more into like a deeper interview um, and less casual, more kind of specific on the, on the business stuff. So hope you could join us for that as well. This is the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we speak all things for the love of you. Co-produced, edited, and engineered by Estefano Solomon, my new brother in flow. We're going to keep it coming to you. For more information and uh, on what we're doing, you can go to MarcusJohnson360.com or DM me at MarcusJohnson360. Guess what, y'all? I love you, I love you, I love you, and always do your flow. This is the Flow Podcast with Marcus Johnson, where we discuss all things for the love of you. Catch you next time. Peace.